You have arrived. You have now entered the Kush Life. Welcome to the Kush Life podcast, where we explore the Oklahoma medical marijuana community. From growers to dispensary owners, it's the Kush Life for us. Welcome back to uh, live straight in the uh, the dome of the Kush dispensary. Hey, hey, hey. We're here for another Kush Life podcast, and uh, I'm ready to get into uh, into that weed. It's been sitting there, rolled, and uh, it's been calling out, I think. That uh, was stuffed with love <laughs> from so, my hands. We're ready to get into it. Chris, uh, thanks again for uh, letting us come in and uh, go over uh, all the great stuff you have here at uh, the Kush Dispensary. Absolutely, and uh, looking forward to uh, looking forward to sir uh, diving into your weed. I think as we talked uh, going into it, we're we're looking forward to what uh, what you've put together. So, Chris, why don't you introduce our guest, and man, we'd love to uh, find out uh, how you got in the business and learn more about you. Okay, well, first of all, we have Trinity, my hey. daughter. Hey, she is a bud tender and manager here at Kush Dispensary. And then we have Bill with Mystical Gardens. He is joining us today to talk about his cherry bomb. Yep. Go ahead and say hello, Bill. Hey, how you guys doing? Hey, Bill. Hey. And Trinity, yeah. use your words. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> okay. Hope you feel better now. We'll get to Trinity here in a little bit for a little, uh, what do we call it? Uh, Terpenes with Trinity. Terpenes Terpene with Trinity. talk with Trinity. I think it might have been Trinity with Terpenes. Terpenes with Trinity? No. Trinity's terpenes? Trinity's terpene talk. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, the triple T, right? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Triple T. Triple T. Triple T. All right, before we get into that, though, Bill, uh, you know, give us a little background, man. Where are you from? How did you grow up? Uh, I grew up in uh, Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, Left there when I was about 18 years old. Uh, Started smoking when I was about 16 years old. What was the first one? Do you remember? Um, Probably uh, $10 quarter. You know, it was, we don't really know where it came from. <laughs> um, yeah, Mexico was like a mids kind of grade. Um, but then uh, I was fortunate. Why'd you smoke it? Uh, I don't know. You know, we were just. With friends and stuff? Yeah, it was just, yeah. It was just kind of. What do you what the hell? the first experience? Uh, the first experience, not much. But now that, the, now that this kind of reminds me, but uh, I bought some from my godfather, which is my cousin. Uh, his name's Rob and he, he sold me like an eighth and here we are behind my, one of my buddy's house and, uh, there's this guy and I'm like, you know, Hey, I just bought this weed and he grabs the whole thing and stuffs the whole fucking thing in the pipe. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Man? He just put all my weed in there. But anyway, there's like eight guys there and did, I, I was like stoned. I mean, I was like, this dude next to me, we're walking down the street. He's like, chill out, man. I was like, man, I was like literally hallucinating. It was so intense. <laughs> How old were you? And I've never got that high before. My, never to this day. Yeah. Uh, I was probably about 17. Cool. Yeah. Uh, and then fortunately, um, a buddy of mine's, uh, I think it was her aunt or something, and she was an old hippie chick, had a van. Her husband used to paint murals on walls and shit like that. And she had the best weed that you can find. And I was paying probably 200 an ounce for it. Um, but, yeah, it was just amazing. It was amazing. Um, right, and, so when did you move to Oklahoma? Uh, 1986. Um, had a career job there. Uh, I was making good money. And it was like, you know, a 15-year thing. It's like either retire 
or they're going to make me go to rehab for weed. So I so thought of that decision, and, and I told you, well, weed. go fuck yourself because I'm not going to quit smoking weed for the job. So uh, I moved to Florida, bought rent houses. Uh, economy went crazy, skyrocketed. Uh, sold the rent houses, made money, came back to Oklahoma. Uh, started a construction company, uh, working in restaurants. When was this? Uh, this was um, the 1990s. Okay. So, or no, no, actually 2000, two, 2001. Uh, and then I did that for a while, worked in restaurants, which I can't eat to, in restaurants to this day. Uh, anyway, but... Uh, Is that why I, you're so skinny? You <laughs> so uh, I did that, and then um, I've had an LED company for the last 11 years uh, that I've been doing, putzing around with that. Uh, and then so my, you've always had your hand in stuff. Yeah, and I've always smoked weed every day since I was 16 years old. <laughs> But, um, so after that first time you went and bought some, you guys got really blazed, and then from that day on, you just yeah. And, and you know, I'm I'm 57, so you guys don't. I'm not sure what your ages are, but you never seen the stuff that we seen, and it was unbelievable. And we used to get Thai stick from other countries, from Iraq, and all these crazy. I mean, it was incredible stuff. I think the Thai stick from Pakistan is some of my favorite. Yeah, yeah. The Lebanese hash used to come in bricks. I mean, it would say Lebanese on there. I'm I'm only 42, but I have older friends. Yeah, and there was this one year that there was was half-ounce Thai sticks that got sold. And some people remember it was like 1980. And if you talk to old school skies, they'll remember it because it, like, hit the whole countryside. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's. I was in Cleveland, Ohio, so it was a big city, so. But those were some amazing stuff, in which you don't see anymore. But uh, why? Uh, I think Thai stick was kind of laced with opium, like this. <laughs> so it was a little bit on the you know different side. So that could be a good reason. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it's uh, still out there. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, those were some. And the weed, like I said, like I used to buy from this hippie chick. I was always primo skunk weed. It was spectacular. Uh, I don't know where she got it from, but. I was lucky and fortunate enough that she even sold it to me, you know, as young as I was. She always told me that, you know, but she's always liked me, and she's like, so. You Bill know. and I had the same similar stories. So yeah, you were telling me. And knew an older lady like he did, and I just kind of like got grandfathered in with her. Right. She trusts me and yeah, stuff right. of that nature. And she knew you weren't going to roll over yeah, on him or do anything stupid. And I, I would meet him at bars, you know, and her husband would be up there, skinny dude, painting murals on the walls, you know, and she'd be in her hippie van just hanging out. She was a heavy set lady. I loved her. But That's tie-dye yeah. Tulsa people. Almost. Yeah, like, it, was, it was a trip. Um, Trinity, let's talk about your first time smoking weed. Well, my first time smoking weed, I was about, like, 14 years old. Um, my mom would take me to this festival, Easter Island, and this was, like, my third time going I, like, similar story, a couple of hippies are walking by, and they're like, hey, you want some weed? And so I was like, just a second, went back, asked my mom, I was like, hey, I need some money for some food vendors up here. And so I go back, meet this guy, get some, get some weed from him. And then one of my mom's friends, she had a pipe, so I came and secretly asked her, I was like, hey, can I use your pipe, blah, 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 blah. And... I got I the pipe. This. Yeah. And it was really crazy because I <laughs> went to 
the girl's pipe that I got the or the girl's car that I went, got the pipe from. So we we're smoking in there. It was me and my friend. We hot boxed it, and we were we didn't know how much to smoke. We were just kind of smoking, 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 and then things started going like real slow and like slow motion. The people that are walking by, I'm like, are they taking forever to like walk by, or is it just me? And then the like munchie started kicking in, and so we're like, dang, we gotta we gotta go so see you, my you mom. Go back to your mom. I need. Food money. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> oh yeah. We got it. That's exactly what happened. The munchies got you. Yep. So we had to like try to like sneak into our tent to like not avoid everybody, and I tripped over the tent string, and so ever like the tension went straight towards me, and I'm like, geez panic attack 100% run to the tent and I like open some hot Cheetos my mom comes in there and I'm like laying on the bed just so comfy laying with a bag of hot Cheetos it's probably Cheetos all over my chest and she looks straight at my eyes and she's like your Cheetos like your eyes like look like your fingers like your hot Cheeto fingers and that was my first time smoking weed (laughs) (laughs) so did you rub Cheetos in your eyes or is she just saying they were red Mm, probably a little bit of both. But I think you had an idea that Chris and his wife were already smokers. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Can you hide it from them? For I mean, for and her. her friend had a pipe. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I knew she was smoking too. Yeah. <laughs> you knew to go ask her for a pipe. Oh yeah, yeah. exactly. That well, took a long time for you to start being, you know, knowing that it was always around. I hid it yeah. from her for a long time. Yeah, yeah. and she. She busted me one time. Um, we were in a Owasso at our house, and I was smoking out front. Um, and she was in the backyard, so I went to the front, and then she automatically comes to the front. I'm like, oh, well, shit, what's going on? And she's like, what does that smell? And she knew it, and I was like, oh, I think that's saw a skunk around here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I knew. I was like, hmm, pretty good, like, citrusy skunk. <laughs> Do you remember what the terpenes were? Oh, man, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> that was uh, pineapple preserves back then. Oh, yeah. If I remember correctly. That was a very long time ago. Yeah, yeah you can put it right in front of a lot of these kids, and they have no desire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they see it. They don't have no desire. It's just well. known. I mean, my girlfriend's a 13-year-old. He has no desire whatsoever. Your girlfriend's a 13-year-old? No, it, it's, she has a 13-year-old child. Oh, your girlfriend <laughs> yeah, has a 13-year-old yeah. Yeah. Okay. But has no desire <laughs> at all. You know, it's wild. Uh, so what what got you into growing? Uh, actually, my buddy in California is what got me kind of started. I I was growing at home, doing it with the medical license, um, and then uh, I enjoyed growing it. I was growing some great weed at home, and my buddy from California has a grow room out there, and he just kept pushing me and pushing me. He's like, "Dude, you got to do it. You got to do it." So you know. So how many times did you grow at home before you started? Uh, about a year and a half. About a year and a half. So as soon as it legalized, yeah. I started growing indoors. Um, I used metal halides in the beginning. Didn't look up anything online. Just went with what I knew, old school. Because I'm an aquarium guy. I've been, like, forever. So being in the aquarium industry, yeah. you're a real jump ahead into growing. And you're already in the pH. lights. Yeah, yeah, being a saltwater person especially, you're, you're already oh, yeah, in. I didn't think about that. Yeah, yeah. You're, you're already, like, know what it's going to take to do this. Because growing is probably the toughest thing you can do. Well, if you're in salt water, you're growing your. your yes, I had already. I had tanks that were worth twenty thousand dollars with the animals in there, mm-hmm. so the animals become very expensive, and now they're 
outrageous. Your, your coral, you're growing coral, you're growing other yeah, live plants. Sure, yes, and you can you clone off of them. You take right. cuttings off of Acaporas, which is an SPS stony polyp coral that you just snap and glue it to a rock, and you got another coral. Yeah. So that's what they do out in the ocean. They don't take those animals out of there anymore. They just snap them, and then they lease property from the government, and then they, it's what they call mariculture, and they mariculture those that's right. Yeah. That's like when so, you're out at the ocean, they keep you away away from a certain section because the coral's growing back. So yeah. Stay away from the coral. Yeah. Don't touch it. And, and weed is very similar because it's a single cell plant, which coral is the same thing. Every cell is a living animal. So weed, you take a leaf, and you can get one million clones from a leaf, from doing tissue cultures. You divide every cell in that leaf. You just produce a million cuttings, and then they put them in petri dishes and grow them out from there it's crazy it's crazy but yeah he kind of got me going and i was like well screw it what the hell and uh a buddy of mine just bought some you know really nice property and there was that building and i was like hey dude and he's like all right let's fucking do it and i'm like all right fuck, let's do it and here i am and i I built a fucking class a facility it's It's laboratory grade yeah, I mean, I went all out, and I mean, I, everything is perfect in there. All my conditions are ideal. I use no pesticides, no herbicides, and no bugs at all. I now, mean, when did I, you get started? Um, I got started in June of this year. Oh, so yes, this is my first crop, which is cherry bomb. Oh, hell which yeah. I have to all get right. retested because there's no way that that's thirteen percent. But it's a kick-ass weed. It's a pungent weed. It's a great sativa high. I was really happy with it when I seen that number. And unfortunately, a lot of these dispensaries drive towards that THC number. Um, and I met Chris, and he's been a great guy, and he's got an awesome dispensary over here. So Kush, Kush. Kush, Kush yes, Kush, Kush, Kush dispensary. Kush. But, yeah, I mean, Chris has been cool the whole time, and I've invited him over to my facility, which he's the first and only guy that will probably ever be there because uh, you just don't bring other people to your facility. It's kind so of a rule of the thumb. Rest, the rest of everyone's listening, very trustworthy. Yes, yes. Chris, Chris, yes. Chris <laughs> uh, but yeah, he can vouch for my place. I mean, I like I'm, I'm really picky about it, and uh, I just want to do the right thing, grow the best weed I can. He's yeah. got a good setup out there, guys. It's yeah. And, nice. and the cherry bomb, like I said, the number came. The the terpene numbers were good. Um, my THC numbers were a low, little low. I think I need to get it retested. Terps were at three point four four. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and yeah. THC was twelve point six one. Yeah, and total cannabinoids fourteen point four. Yeah, fourteen point wow. four on the yeah total cannabinoids. I think it could have been higher because all I know is um, I've been smoking weed for forty years, and if I roll a joint of this, I can't finish it, and I am like really high so i just don't understand what's going on well, everyone and, in this industry knows about the labs right now um how inconsistent they are yeah and they they talk about it and you look online and they show 20 percent plus is very high extremely high thc so a lot of these high numbers and with the way that things are going with the testing um it's a very easy thing to deceive which i'm sure people are taking advantage of and hopefully I'm, you know, and I don't want to do that. So, um, all right. So you, you mentioned, and we've, I was going to wait and talk about it, but you might as well just jump right in. So, uh, you, you mentioned that THC levels were low, but Chris has mentioned before that a lot of people come into the dispensary. So Trinity, it's good that you're here. 
Why is it that you that people come in specifically looking for the number of THC? Like, why is that so important to them? Well, that's mainly kind of like what they've been taught. Like before, like weed was legal, terpenes weren't really introduced just because it was kind of what you're getting on the street. You know, it was just the name of the weed and whatever got you high, got you high. But once people got testing, they started noticing that terpenes were actually played a part. And terp, yeah, terpenes are really the, they, the, it's what the plant naturally produces to fight off the pests and what it is it's kind of the effects and the medicinal factors of the, like the marijuana plant so if you're really looking for something that's super medicinal or something that's super relaxing you do want to look the terpenes are just as important as important as the thc and if not more yeah. yes they definitely complement each other oh 100 and, and, and what also is important is the flavor the quality of the weed the smell of the weed you know some weeds can be 25 percent and I don't think they're going to get that high terpene level if they don't have that quality of flavor because the terpenes, that's what shows you flavor as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So usually your low number terpenes, I would assume, would be less flavorful product that you guys have. Right. right? Not as much of a nose. Okay. Okay. Have a taste. Yeah. As, and, as I, and I've grew plenty of those and was like, oh, boom, there goes another so, one. So you know? if, we, if we go back to that smell question, we're, we're diving into the smell of weed is is if we smell it and uh and we get that good smell that we like i think then the theory we were just talking about was well that's probably the terpene talking to our body saying hey that's the one you should get oh yeah right yeah and i i seen an alcohol analogy too which was like would you go to a bar and go straight to grain alcohol or would you want to sit back and enjoy your drink and have a good time so with the THC numbers, it's like, well, do you want to get? Who you're asking? Do you want to get that stone that bad? <laughs> but I've smoked some of the higher THCs. I gotta pay for the burp. <laughs> uh, the higher THCs really don't. Uh, I mean, they're not showing me that that number's that high. I've smoked 25s. I've tw smoked 28s, and I, I'm con comparing it to my cherry bomb, and I'm almost saying like, how are the numbers even possible when the cherry bomb is getting me higher? Right, these so let's 25% talk about, uh, numbers. Let's talk about why you got into the business of uh, of growing. I mean, what what's your stamp on the industry? Why is it that you wanted to go and be a grower? Uh, it's something I love to do. I enjoy doing it. Just like my aquarium hobby, I've, I've always loved it. It's a challenge. It's something everybody can't do. Uh, I can't imagine how many guys have failed in the industry because I know what I've gotten into and I can just, you know, and, and I'm a very handy person. I've done everything myself from the very first screw out to the very last screw in. I build all my hydroponic equipment myself. I use my own ideas. So not being able to do that is very costly. Uh, and then you grow a strain and it doesn't turn out the way you, you, you want. You've just invested thousands and thousands of dollars into growing that. And even if you screw up and don't cure it properly... Now you've just screwed up and you've lost thousands and thousands of dollars. So it's a very stressful. Growing is the toughest thing you can do in this industry. Well, I feel like growing is the easy part, but the curing is the hard part. Yeah, it, mean, it's all tough. It all has its stress levels for sure. Um, but, you know, like even my buddy, he owns an aquarium store here in town, and he's been holding on tight. And it's a tough business, dudes. you got to keep stuff alive. All the time. It's never ending. It's not like putting a dry product on your shelf and selling it. So when it comes to, you know, like having a dispensary, um, I don't want to say his job's easy, but he just has to keep dry product on the shelf and keep it moved 
where I got to worry about that plant possibly, you know, going to shit and losing everything. Well, you know, a dry product can go bad. Sure, you really can lose on, on the shelf by holding it onto holding onto it for too long, yeah, and going too dry. Warm, if it stays in the light, it's, right. it's just going to go bad. Right. right. So when you have yeah, yeah, you have a pounds. produce product which you have to keep fresh. Like I, I know people like I know a guy that does Walmart work, and and Target and Target just carries produce because they have to. They throw two thirds of their produce in the trash. Because they, to be a super center and sell other items, they have to sell produce. Right. Even though one person buys that apple, they won't come back if that apple's not there. Right. So they lose all that money on that produce. Yeah. And yeah. weed's just as bad. Luckily, it stays in a jar long enough. But imagine having to deal with a three-week life cycle no, and having to get rid of that damn peach that's sitting Good out there. Good thing I'm not in the grocery store business. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what time it is, Bill? It it's is time now, to fire one of those it, No, not yet. Not yet, but it's soon to be the most favorite time of the episode, and it is uh, Terpene Talk with Trinity. All right, so let's dive in. If terpenes are so uh, important, and uh, we're going to get into this cherry bomb, and we're going to get into what it will do for us medically uh, so let's get it kicked off with learning about the terpenes. Uh, Trinity, first off, uh, you know, what is it that excites you so much about terpenes? Why, uh, why are you uh, into terpenes so much? I mean, I like terpenes just because it really is like a medicinal factor of it. A lot of them are really good for like anti-inflammatories, anti-anxiety, helps with sleep. Like some of them are really good for even just uplifting your your head just a little bit and space. yeah and just like a good pain like pain relief so it's like really good for it's like a natural medicine you know we'll say let's, let's just talk about cherry bomb uh number one terpene is myrcene mm -hmm. uh, tell them a little bit about myrcene so myrcene is really good for having like a more sedative effect it's really good to treat insomnia it's a really good antibiotic and anti-inflammatory, so it's really good for relaxing your your body if you have really like really bad muscle tension or really bad pain relief. So like if you get surgery, you want to stay off of narcotics, go for something that's higher in myrcene, so it'll help your pain. Yes. Um, you don't have to take pills; you can do cannabis. Yes. Uh, th this one I've also noticed that it's like an appetite suppressant as well. Um, I noticed when I smoked it. I wasn't hungry, and then when I did eat, I like wasn't like wolfing it down as much as I normally would. Mm -hmm. So I was really surprised that it suppressed my appetite for uh, being cannabis. But you think that has something to do with the sativa side of it, as opposed to the indica? Well, I, so my question was going to be almost similar, but it was going to be more terpene talk. Uh, like, yeah, is that, cause a, my, cause my is numbers, that a terpene that does? Because that? these numbers are all new to me too. This is a learning experience. So seeing that three point four number, which everyone's telling me that's awesome. That really tells me that, wow, that number is really crucial because if it's making me get that high by those terpenes and that low of a percentage of, of THC is like, how important is really THC? You know, do you really want to get stoned that much or you rather just sit there and enjoy a smooth smoking joint, you know, or taking one hit out of a bong, mm -hmm. you know, which I'd rather smoke a nice full joint and enjoy it the whole way through, right. you know. And the more I kind of smoke it, it's like the higher I'm getting. You get to a point where you stop and you're sitting there just dazing out for 20 minutes with a half a joint in your hand still, you know. So so what do you think? Is it terpenes? I, I think it could play a part of both because 
since it is a sativa, sativas are more prone to like give you an appetite. But there, I there are some terpenes that could just give make you a little bit of hungry. But I think it is a part of humulene is going to be the the best terpene to not eat as much. So if you find something with humulene, that is an appetite suppressant. Just terpene yeah, yeah. And, and, and you, <laughs> you, you got to remember every strain has its own effect, regardless of what those numbers are telling you. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, it's like a fine piece of fruit. Every one is different. Every plant is, is different in some way or another. You won't have two clones that are alike. I mean, they produce everything alike, but there's, there's, there's characters within them that are just different. You know, every seed is not the same. It's just the craziest thing. So certain strains, some people, you know, might love this cherry bomb or might not, you know, or there's a certain weed that they, they really enjoy. And, and, and my philosophy is consistency. So if I continue with this cherry bomb, it'll be the same today as it is two years from now. So, and that's what's important to me is consistency. Yeah. I don't want to have, you know, if I start from a seed every single time, I might have possibly a different right you know makes outcome yeah. makes sense all right so we Number, said mercy yep you said myrcene myrcene or myrcene 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 mm-hmm. all right so myrcene yeah right? either or number one was myrcene and mostly used for controlling pain or it's kind of more of like having that sedative feeling it's really good for sleep okay yes. relaxation and if you're uh and pain relief anti-inflammatory yes. so if you have something that's swollen smoke this and you're it's gonna go down. Oh, nice! As opposed nice. To using something so, else. so I would, I would benefit from that, even though I haven't had surgery. So, part of my body is going through some recovery from an injury that I didn't know I had not fully recovered from, and and I had a lot of inflammation, and I've noticed that certain times I smoke, right? Of course, we say that our body feels better from the indica side or from the turbines, but mm-hmm. I've really felt sometimes where I'm like, wow, like it's everything's moving a little bit better. Everything's a little like. Uh, mm-hmm. And that would be the anti-inflammatory part. So, so basically, if, if you're if you're not moving your body the way it should, if you have some inflammation, myrcene, myrcene, <laughs> uh, would be one that that we should go for. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, All right. That one was number like two. Two percent. Number two uh, in the list is what? Carifeline. Okay. And carifeline is it's actually a really good terpene to. Um, it has the ability to bind CB2 cannab- cannabinoids receptors in the endocannabinoid system after being consumed orally. So basically, it helps the THC absorb in the, your whole entire body and your mind. With, and it's also really good for autoimmune disease. So that one is also really good for right, anti- I'm not sure what's out of, I've heard it, but I'm not sure I know what it is. I'm not, I'm yeah, I don't know. Yeah. yeah, you guys, you, talk, you said it, Trinity. You, you've talked about it. Autoimmune. <laughs> really Autoimmune. You guys Google that. Yeah. Google's the one who told me that <laughs> there one. There you go. My bad. <laughs> but if you have a lot of anxiety, then the uh, carifeline is going to make it better for you. Mm-hmm. So if you smoke grass or you smoke flour and you're getting anxious from that, um, you're probably not having much of that terpene in it. Oh, yeah. It is really good for, like, it just helps the THC absorb in the rest of your body just to have that relaxation so you're not having anxiety. And if you're depressed, it's a good one as well. 100%. Okay, so why is that? Why would, why, why does it that, help? It's what that terpene produces. It's, I don't know why exactly. Um, you have to ask it, Gary. Yeah, over the st- studies they've been doing over the last 20 years, you know, 
And luckily, California was the starter of it all. They invested like $90 million to get weed legalized. So they pushed and pushed and found medical reasons why it should be legalized. Mm -hmm. So so that's where all the terpene talk, um, I guess. Yeah, ever since then, they've been testing. I mean, Colorado's been testing for... I mean, it's all new to us because we've just legalized it. Exactly. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but you know, even you look like I looked online and the average THC in Colorado is 18.7%. Mm. So that it kind of makes me wonder again is why are these high numbers existing in Oklahoma? It's a very hard number to get to. I mean, you look at the charts and 20 plus is extremely high. It's, it's, on, on our shelf uh, here at Cush. We have some that's 34%. Yeah, so California guys, they came here, and they're driving our industry a little bit, you know, so they're pushing these high numbers so guys buy their high number weed. But yeah, and the, uh, the 34% I, we have is a California grower. A California growers. Uh, they're sneaky. They came down when the opportunity was good. And that's business, uh, and, right? And, yeah, they're, they're smart, and... Uh, um, so, I mean, unfortunately, that's what's driving our industry right now. They've yeah. been doing it a while. Um, yeah. They've, they've been, been doing it a long yeah. while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, number three. So, number three is going to be limonene. And that's, I think that's one I like, right? Oh, yeah. It's that little citrusy smell, yeah. that yeah. lemon. All right. Real I'm good sativa. <laughs> Relieves nausea. Oh, yeah. it's And it's also really good for, it promotes weight loss. So, it. And, it, and it's also good with cancer and bronchitis. That must be the appetite suppressant part of oh, it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because my buddy Patrick, that's gross. He's like, well, that's a high lemony number. Mm-hmm. He's like, it about yeah. the real citrusy. I'm like, yeah, it's got a real nice smell and flavor to that's it. That's interesting. It's good for bronchitis. Mm-hmm. Huh. All right. And if you're, if you're feeling down and out, if something happened to you that morning or evening where you just feel real down on yourself, um, this is a mood enhancer, limonene. Yeah, like I was earlier this afternoon going yeah. to these damn dispensaries. <laughs> <laughs> One's like looking like, man, it's like, ugh. It's just, I was getting annoyed, that's for sure. Yeah, then smoke your cherry bomb. Yeah, there we go. Bump you up. All right, yeah. so you, you... Especially a guy that I brought some to, and he's like, dude, I got stoned off that stuff. <laughs> but he's like, man, that number is kind of... I'm like, oh, my gosh, here we go again with All right, that let's number. go. let's go <laughs> test it out. What, uh, what should we expect, though, you know? Walk us through uh, medically, you know, what uh, Well, uh, let's see. Like, if you know, if you got a meth addiction or a heroin addiction, this would help. Because it's a very speedy high. Mm-hmm. It's an appetite suppressant, which, you know, I'd love to see people get off meth and smoke weed instead. But, yes, um, we all and, and it would be hard yeah. to gear them towards that. But it's a very speedy, energetic high. I was, I'm really surprised how speedy it is. All right, speedy and, and energetic. And I'm an indication. I'm an, it, and right. I'm an indica kind of guy. So this is like, well, Bill. I'm every ready. time I smoke it, it's really intense for me. I, I'm ready. I got, I got mine. Uh, Trini's got hers. Grab yours. And, <laughs> uh, let's go do some speed. Let's go. All yeah, right, we'll sure. be back. <laughs> All right, we it's are like back. Cold, huh? We are definitely back. Uh, all right, so Bill. Uh, I I really enjoyed your smoke, man. Uh, we immediately yeah, immediately when we uh, grabbed it, the the scent you could you could smell it, uh, and then the smoker scent was definitely good. I mean, just the uh, aroma as you smoked it was was delightful. So easy yeah, smoke. I I, I, I I liked it. I, I like I said, I've uh, I, I I stayed on it strong. I enjoyed it. I pushed it all this way, and I hate to give up on it because it was just one of my favorite weeds out of growing yeah. quite a few. You could so. definitely, I mean, you, you could you could feel the head rush. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, there's there's definitely some, yeah that uh, first hit you kind of get an initial like woo mm-hmm. like wow I got a little buzz going and the more you smoke it, the higher you get you know. And so did you get the uh, the herbal taste? Did anyone get an herbal taste yeah, off like, of it? Kind of like a little sweet herbal. Yeah, it's like it, citrus or lemon. I, it's actually supposed to be the cherry, but I mean yeah, cherry's kind of hard to distinguish. And it kind of was like a lemon. I thought, but that would be from the limonese, right? Yeah, the limonese, the citrusy lemon. And and that number is kind of, I suppose, high for for the terpene Well, I think that's one of the ones I really like, so I'm sure that's why I naturally picked up on it. Oh, yeah, the little high, uplifting high. Yeah. And the carefeline is supposed to be spicy, woody, peppery. And I I didn't really get the pepperiness. Did you guys taste any peppery or woody? No, no, no. No, it doesn't have that, that... yeah, that people say that earthy thing, and that sounds like earthy. What do you? I don't. I mean, it doesn't even sound good to me. It's about like dirt, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm the same. I feel like tastes earthy some way. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't got that taste that. at all. It's a, more of a pungent, yeah. fruitier. But the myrcene, number one terpene in it, it's supposed to taste uh, musky. Is what myrcene's taste is, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if I really got that musky taste out of it. Mm-hmm. It's more of a, a fruity, citrusy. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. yeah. Like if it was just a little herbal, you taste a little herbal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, I can see that. You just wonder where the THC kicks in. Now, where's that coming to play? <laughs> I, I don't know. So let's go back over why somebody would want to smoke this. Ah, oh, I think it's just a, a enjoyable daytime smoke for sure. All right, yeah. daytime. Yeah, like yeah. When you first wake up in the morning, just something to like give you a little boost. Yeah. Yeah, because it goes straight to your head real fast. Straight, right, real fast. Yeah. Real f- and it holds tight for a long time. So I, I was real surprised there. I mean, um, it, it lasts me hours. So it's, 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 it's really quite strong for me. I, I was quite surprised because I've been smoking for a long time. I smoke every single day. Yeah. So I, I was like, wow. I was like, this is really good. I mean, uh I need to get a little indica because I'm, I'm kind of an indica person. It's like, man, I need to get that stoner high going to where it just throws me on the couch instead of buzzing me around so much. I got a good place where you can find some great <laughs> indica. <laughs> I've got some here. It was pretty nice. I can't say it wasn't. Uh, oh, where'd you get it at? <laughs> Kush dispensers. Kush, Kush, Kush. All right, so what, uh, what activities should somebody, you know? You can just keep on going, do whatever you do. It's not going to slow you down. It's going to pep you up, if anything. You know, yeah. it's it's a happy high. Yeah, I, I don't see it interfering with somebody's job qualities. I don't recommend going. To, you know, smoking and doing a, a job that's dangerous or anything. But uh, <laughs> do not, I don't think do not gonna... drive alcohol. I mean, do not drive. <laughs> Dude, don't machinery. drive alcohol. Agree. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't drive alcohol either. <laughs> but I don't think it'll freak the average person's job out. You know. All right, so one of the traits that I remember uh, reading about was dry mouth. I don't know that, but I did ask for another beer, yeah, so I, I don't know. So maybe, yeah, 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 uh, maybe, maybe a little bit, maybe why, a little bit. Why, why the characteristic of dry mouth? Why? Uh, and I it, guess then that has been some, around with weed for a long time. Yeah, but I always I agree, heard of that old I cotton agree, mouth but thing. But there's you know? some. There's some weed that's stronger than others, and then in the description that you know you guys I, sent over was that it was that one of the, the traits of it was dry mouth. I huh. feel like more sativas kind of do give you that dry mouth, just because, or not like all sativas, but some terpenes can give you more dry mouth, just because that's just okay. So 
So that would be then a, a characteristic of different terpenes. Yes. Some terpenes won't produce the dry mouth, and then some produce will, or what? Yeah. Do you think certain strands then? Yeah, yeah, it more? all depends on that, yeah. that dominant strain, whatever one it is, you know? Because even though these numbers are telling us something, it's the way they work together, yeah. you know, with the THC both. and, you know, a, a lot of the, you know, the flavors as well, you know, and the, the sugaries within it. Because I've even had uh, what's called, and Chris has seen it, uh, which is called glutaceous. And what actually happens is when you would cut part of the stalk or something where it was pushing hard, sap would ooze out of the, out of that area. Yes, it's sap. Some people call it resin, but it is a... It's, it's sap. It is the true. most delightful thing you can put on your tongue ever. And it's oozing out of this plant as I'm trimming it. And my California guy who's been doing this forever, he's made millions doing it. He's like, you got, he goes, if you're getting glutation, you're doing it right. So, uh, but it's amazing. I, I've never tasted it. I've never seen it before, but it's like, dude, you put it on your tongue and it's like sweet sugar. <laughs> it's amazing. And I'm like, this yeah. shit is oozing out of my plant. Hell I did. Yeah. I ate the piece that was on mine. Too. Unreal, huh? <laughs> it was like, because I, I took a lick of my finger after I took and I was like, had the sugar flavor. And my stepson was like, it's this shit here. He's like, look, this shit's oozing out of the buds when we cut real, we're real deep into it. I almost dabbed it. I was like, yeah, wow. I'm like, what am I going to do with this? I'm not going to leave and it. When it's, yeah, and when it's cured properly, that dries into the flower. Yeah. And that's where you get this sugary flavor from. Is those nectars and then there's certain particular buds, not all of them, but are going to be explosive with nectar because some of them oozed out more than others. And you know what I've noticed on this uh, cherry bomb as well? It is a little frosty on the inside or at the outside, but when you break the bud open, you're going to see more trichomes on the inside than the outside. I put it under the microscope and um, that's what I found out. Huh? Yeah, yeah. There's more yeah. trichomes on the inside of the bud than the outside. Yeah, is, I've, I've, I've always noticed a lot of trichomes, especially on the leaves, uh, even the water leaves, the stems, just loaded with THC with all the trichomes. It was amazing. I mean, you can sit there and break leaves off and suck them before you throw them in the trash. And it's like, man, by the time you're done knocking all these leaves off, you're trashed. Mm-hmm. I mean, li yeah, literally. I mean, I just, I, all I do is, and this is a water leaf. Crazy. And you just go like like that off the stem and throw it. And, and dude, after doing 10 of those, you're like, ooh, I'm like really high. Because, I mean, it's like, yeah, even the water leaves and the, the, the close leaves, which is the trim leaves, they're they're awesome too. It's awesome trim. All right, and so. She's just all over the place. So we talked about the, the number one, um, the, the number one terpene was more for our body. Right? Yeah, pain relief, muscle relaxant, sedative. So, anybody feeling muscle relaxation? Feeling that? Oh, I I, like my whole body's pretty yeah, relaxed. I, think it, yeah. I would say so too. Yeah. I mean, I know that you're really concerned about the THC being lower than usual, but. I mean, as, as high as I get from it, I, 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 I mean. It sucks because well, I'm not I'm not super stoned, but I feel good. I feel yeah. good. Which yeah. the, this strain the strain is like four effects and the potency. The potency isn't much, but the effects are good. It kind of falls into that moderate potency, I guess. Not not super high, not super low. It's kind of a moderate potency category, uh, which I believe that patients they can get this in the daytime, like you were saying, if they are at work, which we don't we don't condone that smoking and working unless 
you work, you work at Cush Dispensary or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, we do not do that here either. But then, um, I feel it, it, like in the daytime, it becomes a little bit more of a cerebral high. Like it's heady. Mm-hmm. You, got, you feel heady? Very greedy. Yeah, and then I'm feeling it's coming down a little bit. My body's coming down just a little bit. Um, but I feel it's going to come down a little bit more because we just smoked it. What are you guys, you feeling down or you still feeling up and up? I'm feeling relaxed. Yeah. It, it can go It can go either way, it seems like. You know, because like I was sitting there in front of the TV and I was like, man, I'm real antsy, you know. But I sit, if I sit here and, and watch the TV and concentrate on it, then it's cool. But if I'm not sitting there watching the TV, then I'm getting a little antsy. Mm-hmm. Like I need to do something. I'm, I'm like, I can't just sit here. Yeah, I could see it as being a good one to... Uh... To watch because if watch we weren't sitting here yeah. bullshitting, I could definitely see you watching a movie. We want to get up. fun, yeah. You're not too high, you're yeah. Really, just like yeah. medium, good. It'd be a very good, yeah. That's a good moderate. call. This would be a good weed to go watch a movie with. And I tell you, I mean, and it's not the Especially easiest sci-fi. It's not oh, the yeah. <laughs> it's not the easiest strain to come by either. I mean, I, I got it from a buddy who got lucky from getting it from Amsterdam on a contest. So I've looked and seen to purchase Cherry Bomb, and it's very difficult. Well, there's, so, there's only one place that I know of in Tulsa to get it. And that's at Cush Dispensaries. All yep. right. All right. Let's do it. All right. So where does everybody find everybody on social? Do you have social that uh, people can reach out and look around and uh, all your stuff? No, not at this time, really. I'm just... Um, Bill kind of likes to lay a little bit hoping, low under the okay. radar. I like to lay low and, okay. and, and produce a quality product, which I can... You know, give to Chris over here and let him do all that dirty work. Okay. Yeah, I do all the legwork for Bill. He just sits back and relaxes. We gotta we gotta stay quiet and low profile and. All right. right. I could see that. Yeah, I can see that. Stay quiet. The uh, how do we get a hold of you on social? I am Altered Chakra on Instagram. Uh, How do you spell that? A L T E R E D C H A K R A. I would never have guessed that. Yeah, I, me neither. I was trying to, I, you know, I think that the thing that we talked about, too, on the weed is it's a focus, right? So I was really having to focus there. To, <laughs> I was like, I've got it, I think. Honestly, I did, too. That's why I was like, ah. <laughs> And you got to really think, it's like, we really didn't smoke that much. I think yeah. those are about uh, .35 yeah. piece, those little joints. Yeah. So it yeah. doesn't yeah. take it doesn't take a no. lot no. to mm-hmm. get you high. Yeah, yeah. I can't finish. I, I mean, I could, but. Uh, that's how I like to test weed. Unfortunately, it's like driving, um, but it's, 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 it's smoking a joint. And it's like after, you know, if I'm sitting there, and depending on how much is left, and I'm just cruising, I know it's good weed. I think it's going to be good weed for video gaming too. Oh yeah. You would definitely focus in really well and like. Are you I, a gamer? I'm a wannabe gamer. Okay. I want to be gamer. I'm colorblind, so it's very <laughs> difficult to be a gamer. Especially I mean, on shooting games and but stuff. All if you have like a little target, you just follow the target. But if you can't see them because all the colors, the I can't see the colors. They blend together a lot. Uh, Which so. I think people are looking more for these sativa highs. I think I, that's what. Well, uh, but so I've, I've, I've been playing Indica. Fortnite. They have got colorblind mode. It does pretty well. I play with my daughters. We have a lot of fun. Uh, and there's certain weeds that I know that I suddenly start playing better. And I, I just, one of the things when we talked about movies, I was like, how would I use this? And I'll go, I think it would do really well. Like if, if somebody's a gamer, 
I think this would really help them focus in and, and play better. I'm going to go test it is what I'm going to do. <laughs> yeah. It depending yeah, if you're that kind of person that uh, you know, sometimes they have a hard time focusing and you just need that little edge. It, it might be the trick for you. Because I have a hard time focusing, too. All right. your, your social was what again? Altered Chakra on Instagram. Ah, there you go. And Kush? Kush Dispensary Tulsa? On Instagram, Kush Tulsa. Facebook, Kush. Wait. Kush Tulsa on Facebook. Kush Dispensary on Instagram. Gosh, this cherry bombs just got me struggling <laughs> over here. I thought I was supposed to be able to focus on this bill. Uh, you're focused on something else. Huh? I know. These <laughs> fuckers are trying to make me give it away. Oh, stupid THC. Bill, man. That's bullshit, I'm telling you. Bill, thank you for your time, man. Thank I really you, man. appreciate you coming in. You did a great job. Uh, really love first crop. Hey, we're all very much enjoying what you produce, man. So, cool. Uh, yeah. Well, well done, man. Well done. Thanks, Cheers. man. Great job. Cheers. Um, and do not forget to get this cherry bomb at Kush Dispensary. Uh, where's Kush located? 1711 East Galley Drive. What town? Tulsa, Oklahoma. What is the phone number? 918-742-KUSH. Bill, can you tell how high they are? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you did a great job, job man. I've done my job. <laughs> you did your job. I did my job. <laughs> it's just more of a uh, happy. It's more of a happy high, I think. Like, yeah, it, I, the I, focus definitely was there, though. Yeah, right. Like, like uh, at first, it's very <laughs> I, 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 that's for sure. I yeah. feel if you're wanting to be indica in the couch, like super stoned, this isn't your weed. No, no. it's not. If you want to yeah. have something good in the daytime, go enjoy yourself. Cherry bombs where it's at. Yeah, oh, it, yeah. It's, it's a good being around people person. You're a little more, you know, yep. you know very relaxed mm-hmm. week. Yep. All right, Bill. Good job. Anybody have any outros that they want to get off their chest before we get out of here? No, thank you. I'm good. Okay. All Marshall, right. how do we get a hold of you on <laughs> social media? Uh, I don't know. Are you going to pull a Bill? I am. All right, goodbye. It's the Kush Life for us. Kush Life.